710 ESPN presents The Experience with Laverne Cusack, where we go beyond the play and focus on athletes, fans, events, and the biggest issues that inspire and shape our lives. Here's the host of The Experience, Laverne Cusack. Laverne Cusack. Is it safe? What about intermittent fasting? Is it good for your health? Well, we're going to talk all about fasting, what you need to know, and what you need to do to get healthy and fit. I'm speaking with Cam Burns. He is one of Australia's leading personal fitness experts, transformation guru, and life mentor. He was on my show a few months ago uh, talking about um, getting fit during COVID. So now that we're deep into COVID, what should you do to stay healthy, lean, and keep fit in your home? Cameron's career in the fitness industry started over 14 years ago on the front desk of a busy city gym, his passion and drive to motivate people to lead a balanced, healthy lifestyle has led him to be a successful trainer and fitness consultant. Cameron later branched out into his own business and moved into the corporate world, training some of Australia's leading CEOs and executives. Having succeeded with the career goals he set for himself, Cameron's next move in the world of health and fitness was to move into television. Having signed to the Seven Network in early 2014, Cameron featured on a new lifestyle program, bringing sexy back alongside Samantha Armitage and Jules Sebastian, focusing on transforming individuals who are struggling to take control of their lives and achieve their personal goals. Since then, Cameron has gone on to be the leading fitness expert and celebrity transformational expert for Men's Health Magazine Australia and featured in Men's Health USA and on their websites and social media alongside their international fitness director. But apart from those career achievements, Cameron is also the fitness expert for Australia's leading sports store, Rebel, producing content for online, social, and their nationwide catalogs. Cameron is the ambassador with Medtronic, the world's leading medical device company, working with the Guardian Connect CGM program and sharing his diabetes journey, giving hope and freedom to others that have type 1 diabetes. Recently, Cameron traveled to the USA, spreading the word of his health, fitness, and the need for a positive attitude. It is Cameron's own ability to motivate people that has him in demand around the world. Now, Cameron runs one of the country's most successful online transformational programs, helping people all around Australia and the world. But his expertise doesn't end there. Cameron has a successful coaching program and mentors personal trainers globally, lending his expertise, knowledge, and business, health, and fitness in the personal training industry. I'm LaFern Cusack. This is 710 ESPN. The 
experience never stops. Never stops on your station, 710 ESPN. Here's Laferne Cusack. I have here with me Cam Burns. He is one of Australia's leading personal fitness experts, transformation guru, and life mentor. He's been on the show before uh, talking health and wellness. Now he's back to tell us about fasting and what we should do to keep our bodies healthy. Welcome back, Cam. Well, thank you so much for having me back. It's such a pleasure. So, Cam, for those who don't know, uh, tell us about your background and how you got into being a transformational guru. Look, it's actually a couple of decades in the making, to be honest. I started started being a personal trainer helping people improve their lives back when I was about 21, 22. Um, and, you know, it's just a lot about uh, upskilling and learning and education. And, you know, like, like we always talk about, we always want to improve ourselves. So, like, in, in our careers, we always want to be learning new techniques, latest information, newest research, what are the doctors saying, you know. So, for me, um, becoming a transformation coach, you, you kind of need to know the body from the inside out, really, because you can't get the outside result without knowing what's going on on the inside, right? And that's what leads into like what you talked today about is like the cleansing and, and the fasting that helps the inside stuff do its job better so the outside can look the way we want it to. And Cam, when you were on the last time with me, you taught me some great ways I can stay in shape in my home and what things I needed to do and how I I can eat. And I passed it on to like my son because we talked about how I see my son eating more and he's getting a little little belly is cute but you know and I'm feeling bad about it and we talked about that how your body is your body holds your soul so we're all connected your body mind and spirit so I'm like David you have to keep your body healthy you have to keep your spirit healthy and you have to keep your soul healthy so he we talk about that so the last time we talked I lost 12 pounds doing what you said oh my god (laughs) I was so happy and then I I don't know what happened but I gained it back and then now I'm I'm okay no 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 but let's just backtrack for a second just for a second okay when was that turning point when you gave up? Like, what was that? Because I find this fascinating because everyone has a different trigger. Like, there must have been a moment somewhere where you either, like, there has to have been a feeling and it could have been anything. It could be anything from, I've made it. I'm done now. I can back off a little bit. Or, hey, I've had a shitty week. <laughs> um, things haven't gone well. I'm just going to indulge myself in X, Y, Z. Or you wake up and go, I'm just feeling a bit tired. I can't, I'm, so, I'm, not, I'm not motivated anymore. Or did you reach a goal and your goal was enough? No, it was, I think it was more frustration, work frustration. And then I, I started worrying. And then, you know, in this time, you like, you worry about your job, you worry about taking care of your family. And then it was like, I got to buckle down. So I'm sitting at my computer for 12 hours a day and I don't realize it. And I'm sitting there and then, you know, you get up to the kitchen, grab something to eat, come back and sit, sit at the chair. And then the fires broke out. I couldn't go walking outside anymore because of all the smoke. It was coming through my mask. And I was like, what am I going to do? Girl, girl, girl. These are, to, to me, these are just excuses. I'm like, I know. Every, every half an hour, every hour and do 10 squats. You can get up and do your little dips on your chair. You can take a 15 minute, and it doesn't need to be a food or a snack break. It's literally a movement break. So no more in the future. There's no more, oh, my God, the bushfires are going to stop me from going into my phone. You've got to set a timer every hour on the hour. You get up and do a movement. Mm. Yeah. Compulsory. Yes. Make it a habit, right? 
Yeah, just make it, well, like, why I say it's compulsory because at home, and, and I'm sure everyone understands this can relate, that it's so easy to just walk to the kitchen. And if we're at work, if we're at our desk, if we're at our workplace, then you don't walk to the kitchen to get food and get snacks. You, you, don't, you don't eat until you literally go and have your lunch break, right? Mm-hmm. But you might get up and go and get to something from the photocopier. You might go to the bathroom. So you get up and move a little bit, but you're not putting in the extra calories, so it's not as dangerous. Right. Oh, you've got some homework to do. <laughs> I have a lot of homework to do. I'm going to nail it down, right? So Yeah, yeah. But you're good. You, you've done it once. This is the other thing. If you've done it before, it's not really difficult to, to achieve the results again. It's just harder to get motivated again. Yes. With, you know, gaining back the weight, I'm like, okay, I just need to stop eating. And then I was thinking about fasting. And I remember you saying, uh, hold it. Let's do a show about fasting. So um, talk about fasting a little bit and why why or if we should do it? Oh, look, do you know what? Look, it's, it's, this, uh, it's this amazing tool that we've, we've, we've been led to forget about or not be interested in because we're supposed to eat breakfast, snack, a lunch, a snack, afternoon snack, um, dinner, and then maybe like a sweet before you go to bed. And this becomes the norm. But our bodies have never been designed to have that much energy always put through it. So if you think about it, our bodies have been forever focusing energy to our gut for breaking down nutrients, macros, micros, all of these things for them to be available. And then what happens is when our body's continually breaking down food and nutrients, the next place it's going to go and store is fat. But mm. if we take out a meal here, a meal there, miss a dinner, um, or fast for a period of time, it gives a chance for the body to not be digesting food, but repairing other parts of the body. Yeah, because the body can't generally be powering on the, the, your, your immune system, breaking down food, repairing cells, growing your hair, nail, all these things that have to happen when you're focusing energy in one place. other places have to suffer. So when you think about fasting, when your body's not eating for, say, 10 hours, 16 hours, whatever, what works for your body type, um, you find that your body's allowed to, especially overnight, focus that energy instead of digesting into actually repairing, Mm -hmm. um, balancing out hormones, um, recorrecting imbalances in other parts of the body, like, you know, your thyroid. All these different things will reset if your body's not in digestion. Does that make sense? Uh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so well, the thing is, is that it's like giving it's like giving your gut a break. It's like giving your gut a break from processing stuff, oh. and then in the process of doing that, if the energy isn't coming in overnight, the body likes produces growth hormone, which is happens for everyone. And if there's not enough energy in your system, that your your growth hormone will signal to the fat cell to release that energy into the bloodstream to make sure there's readily available energy when you wake up. Oh, got it. Got it. Right. Okay. So are you talking about like a time system? So for instance, uh, so if we start eating at like 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and then from 6 p.m. until the next day, don't don't eat. So that's like intermittent fasting, correct? Inter- that's intermittent fast. Well, yeah, that's intermittent fasting. But I would say the window's a little bit, a little bit shorter. So if you, I would probably say you eat when you wake up. Well, it depends what your hours are. But I, if you're waking up at, I would say that yeah, I would, I would agree with that time frame. I would say that that's de- definitely doable and it's manageable and it's not difficult. It gets harder when some people 
will have breakfast at say seven a.m. Mm-hmm. and then they'll st- they'll stop eating at four p.m. on the fasting day, right? Mm-hmm. So this is intermittent fasting, and I think this is the most safest way to to lose weight without having to do exercise and control your calories and do it safely. Fasting is when you're doing a twenty four hour fast. So you might eat for two days and then fast for one day. That's very dramatic, very drastic, and it's very hard for people to actually maintain. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the first few days of fasting, people pass out. They have very low glycemic um, sugar levels, and then they really, they really can't come. They can't survive that day. So I don't recommend fasting, but I recommend intermittent fasting. I think it's more manageable in our domestic days, and for those people going to work, like if you if you're doing a full fasting day, your brain function is diminished somewhat like drastically. I've seen people just look like they they need to lie down and curl up and sleep because right. fasting for them, their body just still needs that energy in sometimes. So intermittent fasting where you still feed during the day when you need energy in and energy out, I think is perfect. I reckon I, I truly believe cutting a food intake no like by I, I say five o'clock is the latest. You should have something on a fasting day. And you know what? You will definitely feel like you're fasting for the rest of that evening. But you don't really, really require energy, right? You're mm-hmm. not going out to run a marathon. You're not going to play sport. You're not doing it. You're probably going to sit on the lounge and watch some Netflix. To be honest. <laughs> right. So <laughs> if you're if you're not if you're not about to burn up energy, you don't need to put the energy in. And you'd rather go to go to bed on an empty stomach and slightly hungry, allowing all your hormones to do all their other jobs, especially while you're asleep, rather than filling it full of energy, right? And mm-hmm. we, let's all be honest. We will have an afternoon snack. Then we'll have dinner. We might have a drink. Then we might have some dessert, some ice cream. We're loading up with food that needs to be digested. And it's not great for our stomach to be doing that every single night. And it also promotes bad sleeping, a whole whole range of things. Because we're putting energy, before we go to bed, we're putting energy into our bloodstream, which is going to our brain, which makes that hyperactive. Mm-hmm. So it can change things like body temperature. Um, it can change things like... Um, Oh, brainwave patterns and circadian rhythms. All these different things happen when we're putting energy into our body before we go to sleep. It's much better if we're going slightly hungry going to bed. Our body's going to force us to go to sleep into a rest place for pure recovery rather than digestion. So some of the benefits um, of fasting includes yeah. weight loss, but it also helps with your like blood sugar or helps reduce oh insulin. Oh my God, yes. So I'm a type 1 diabetic, right? So I, if I... Fast, I wake up with perfect blood sugars. Perfect. Oh. Textbook perfect. Wow. I use less insulin because I'm not having energy foods going in. So, therefore, I'm not having to balance that out. Um, my body will draw, if I need energy, any, any energy, my body will draw from my body fat stores overnight. So, my body fat percentage is better. I find that I'm more alert and more awake in the morning after fasting. That's 100% fact. And I, I sleep better. The, the thing that becomes the issue is, is it takes discipline. Like when you're sitting down watching Netflix, it can be quite boring because there's a lot of rubbish on, <laughs> on Netflix <laughs> and you sit there and you're actually bored watching what you're watching. So we go and want a snack because the snacking and the eating feels like, hey, I'm doing something interesting while I'm watching this boring crap, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's breaking that pattern and realizing, cool, I've got to be really disciplined on those fasting days. And you know, like the average, you, you might do three fasting evenings a week, and that's to help regulate your body's hormone production and recovery and sleep and all those things. That's enough to start with. I know I know people have tried to do it every day, and, and they've sort of come undone for them where they've just, over a period of a few weeks, they've just become quite tired, lethargic, non-motivated, mm-hmm. losing strength. 
you can't you can't possibly do it all the time. Proper fasting, I don't think, is maintainable, but intermittent fasting certainly is. I think I was telling you about one fasting thing that when I moved here to Los Angeles, like almost everybody was doing it. I mean, in regards to like actors and stuff, is the uh, mm-hmm. lemon the lemon cleanse fast, where it's lemon, cayenne pepper, honey. And some, so you drink like eight, eight yeah. ounces or whatever. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to say straight up that, 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 that the lemon detox diet has, had, has been proven to have no effect on weight loss. The, the, the cayenne pepper speeds up um, thermo, uh, your thermo temperature, internal temperature, which is supposed to burn more calories because one, it has to generate the heat, two, um, it has it creates a temperature where you need it. your body to work harder to bring your temperature down. So it's thermogenesis, and I don't believe that's a really good way to burn fat. <laughs> um, the second thing is honey is sugar, and sugar once you drink that, that goes straight into your bloodstream and gives you energy. So it's going to give you a false feeling of oh my god, I feel great on this lemon detox, <laughs> and the lemon has proven to have no effect on weight loss whatsoever or detox. I think it was the biggest. Um, in fact, now it's dead, as far as I know, um, <laughs> that no one's trying to sell any products like they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it became a sad thing. So I'm going to say you're not allowed to do that at all. <laughs> that, I mean, when you look at it, it's, it's insane. It's like you're starving your body. Like it's, They're like, oh, uh, you can lose weight fast. Yeah, because you're starving yourself to death. Well, the, sh- the sugar and the honey is the only thing that keeps your brain function going, but everything else is depleted. And the, the problem, the, the problem that I, um, people keep forgetting, and, and they think, "Cool, I need to do a cleanse. I need to detox. I need to like, um, I need to go without this stuff. I need to just like." Well, the thing is, this is the truth. Your body already has all the enzymes it needs to detox your body. There is there is nothing that you can put in your body that actually does the detoxing. Your body does the detoxing. What you can do is stop putting the toxins in your body. That's that's, that's <laughs> actually deep, right. That's actually really transparent. If you don't put the toxins in, right. your body doesn't need to break them down and get rid of them. So uh, when people say, "Hey, I'm going to do a detox," let's let's show that people are very well aware that detoxing is about not putting toxins in, rather than putting a juice or a lemon detox or a or a charcoal drink. Those things aren't actually going to take out any toxins. Your body does all that. Yeah, because our body naturally heals itself. It's made that Isn't way. That the truth. <laughs> Word. So, so yes, you are one hundred percent right. So things like juice cleansers. Can I just tell you? Yes, they have got good micronutrients in there. The problem is that they're also usually, and I'm I'm sure you've got a few in your fridge. Please look at the sugar content. They'll be twice the amount as any orange juice or Coca-Cola. They're just full of sugar. And to give you that little rush that when you drink it, that you feel better. And it's because of the energy that goes straight to your brain and makes you feel amazing, right? So my problem with juice cleansers is this. First thing, they're juices. So all the good bits of the fruit have been removed. So what you're getting is the, is the actual juice from that fruit. So you're getting no fiber whatsoever, which in any kind of cleansing of your body, if, if you wish to call it that, or a cleaning out, the first thing that you want is fiber, right? So the juice cleansers take the fiber out. There's micronutrients, but not a lot, but there's micronutrients and that they will definitely help you. Not Definitely won't deny that. They're, not, they're going to do more good than harm, but the sugar content is actually aiding to your weight gain, not your weight loss. Because it's an exceptionally high, I'm talking ridiculous. If you knew how much sugar's in them, you wouldn't even give them to your neighbor's kid at a birthday party. 
Right. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> so, oh, so what, I'm, what I, I, I want everybody to understand this. The best thing, don't waste hundreds of dollars on a juicer. The blender is your best friend. They really are because when you, when you put pieces of fruit in there, you're getting all of the fiber still. Do you know how they're a bit thick and murky? Mm-hmm. That's fiber. That's the stuff that helps clean out your intestine. That's the stuff you want. Eating whole fruits even better. You'd rather have four pieces of fruit in a day than buy a juice cleanse. Really? Yes. Okay. And the fiber, this is, this is the other clincher. Juices do not make you feel full. You'll be hungry again because the sugar makes you go up and down and you'll be hungry again in, in less than an hour. But if you have an apple and an orange and a banana and a few berries in a day, I promise you, you will have no cravings. You'll, you will not feel hungry. In fact, in fact, it makes it easier. If you have the two pieces of fruit in the afternoon, it makes it so much easier to do your fast overnight. What about the water intake that, you, that you're supposed to have when you're intermittent fasting or... Yeah, perfect. I don't mind how much you have because really water is just a filter for your liver and your kidneys and your bloodstream and hydration and all of that. I don't care if you want to drink extra water. It's not a big deal. It'll change it'll change your weight on the scales because your cells will absorb more. So technically if you're if you're looking for a number on the scale, still like you know, like we're not we're not looking for a gallon a day type thing. <laughs> but at the same time, if you're thirsty and your body's telling you to drink water, drink water. If you're doing it just to try and fill up You've got to get over that battle. You can't just drink water just to fill yourself up. That's that's not how that works. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, <laughs> it's not food. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have some type of nutrition. Okay, so when you're when you're doing this fasting, um, what type? I mean, what does your workout look like? I mean, is it different from when you're not fasting? No, actually, it's not at all. Um, one thing, one thing that if you've got yourself into a routine, a daily routine, stick to it. Don't change it. Just keep going. You will notice the difference um, the next day after fasting that you'll have a little less energy, but that's fine. Your body's breaking down body fat for your energy, so that's a good sign. That's not a problem. Then, then that day when you start eating again, the amount of energy your body will have will feel incredible. You'll have breakfast and lunch. You'll be like, oh, my God, I feel amazing. Mm. You know, by the afternoon, you'll be bouncing around doing, I can do anything today. I can do anything. Because your body goes from petrol tanks are empty to petrol tanks are full. So to kick in that uh, stubborn, you know, fat, to kick in the burning in your body to burn fat, yep. um, what, yeah. do, what do you usually do to help people Oh, great. Do you know what? I actually really love this question because yeah, um, people, people don't understand that, that you need to get your body from a fat storing phase to a fat burning phase, right? So I, have, I usually have my clients all do a very high fiber fruit, veg, maybe a little bit of lean meat, but generally not, no dairy, no, no um, gluten, right? So in fact, it's kind of like a week of detoxing, if you if you want to call that. I hate that, but it's not. It's basically I'm I'm wanting to get out any irritations in your gut from either dairy, too much dairy, from having uh, too much gluten, um, maybe too much red meat. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Everybody's body reacts differently. So I usually do like a vegetable soup. I do um, like like a light salad, like a Greek salad. I do um, – what else do we have in there? We have like maybe – um, like egg scrambles, like really simple, basic, 
live food, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like anything anything that's still alive that can go off means it's a good produce and your body will digest it really easily and get all the most macro, micronutrients it needs out of them without anything toxic going into your body, right? Right. That's the first thing. And if you do that for a week, your body will literally, within, say, seven days, you'll probably lose like two pounds in that first week straight up. That's not weight, not fat. That's just the fat cells releasing water and going, oh, we don't need to, we don't, we don't have any carbohydrates. We don't need to bind with the water anymore. We can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. It's the weeks after the first week is where we start going into the fat burning phase, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when you start introducing more protein, more meats, a little bit of carbs, um, and doing that fasting at nighttime. And then that's when you see the consecutively the weight coming off. And, and we're just talking about, we're just talking about nutrition and food here. That's without even exercise. That will still work without doing workouts. Wow, that's awesome. So, oh, <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> amazing. So camera the power of the food. Go ahead. The power of food. It's all the food. The power, the medicine, like food, if you keep it as live and real as possible, you don't buy the fast food, you don't buy stuff in packages frozen. You buy even frozen vegetables, I'll give a tick for. But if you can keep it close to that, your body, and you can maintain it for a month, you will you will see the biggest difference ever in the way. And don't forget, there's two types of health. There's the way we feel on the inside, the way we look on the outside, right? Mm-hmm. And you want them to both, and they kind of represent each other. So if you don't feel like you look great on the outside, think about how you're treating your inside. Right. I know. Yeah, I've been thinking about all of that. So on <laughs> Cameron, Cameron, on your website, Cameron burns.com b-y-r-n-e-s.com you have this 12 weeks fat shredding training program yeah yeah and I'm looking at the guy on there and I'm like wow (laughs) he 12 (laughs) weeks he looks like goes from there to there in 12 weeks it's it's just about consistency the program's just about consistency there's no tricks there's no bells and whistles there's nothing and in fact the the diet plan because it's calorie controlled, it covers all fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. You eat everything. I don't cut anything out. You literally have a very balanced diet, but all healthy live food. There's nothing, nothing dead in there. There's mm-hmm. nothing processed. We try and keep it clean so your body on the inside becomes super healthy, and that reflects on the outside. Right. And you said frozen foods. Some frozen foods are okay. Vegetables. Vegetables, okay, okay, and 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 fruits. Like if you're making smoothies and things like that, frozen frozen's good because it's cheaper. Um, you get more for, more value for your money, and it still has the same. They're, they're snap frozen. They're frozen like snap after they're picked, so they've still got all their micronutrients still alive there. So that's that's absolutely fine, and that's the only case where I kind of really agree with frozen because we can't go and get fresh peas every day. Like that's just. Yeah. Right. So um, some of the reasons you have to sign up for this shred uh, shred program. Yeah. Um, can you talk about this, about uh, nutritionists and... Well, look, look the, 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 the whole preface behind the nutrition is that, that I worked with a... Well, I'm a nutrition coach myself and I worked with another, another nutritionist and we, we came up with a really balanced food plan. Um, but it's calorie controlled. So no matter what you eat and when you eat it during the day, your body's only getting a very set set of calories every single day. Now, even if it's just a little bit above or a little bit below, your body learns what we call energy in, energy out. And after the first four weeks, it knows exactly 
what you're putting in each day and what you're going to burn each day. And the whole part of that is for your body to then go, cool, we don't, we're not having this erratic amount of processed food and when we're not having this weird hormonal imbalance while we're sleeping. So what we can literally just let go of body fat. We don't, we know exactly what we're getting. We know exactly what we're spending. So we know exactly how much we can save and what we need to get rid of. Yeah. Right. So in fact, signaling, you're signaling the body to say, cool, we really, we got the right amount of energy coming in and we're burning the right amount of energy. We don't need to store anything. We can let go of what we've got stored. We can put that back in as energy. Right. Instead of it holding on, thinking that you're starving yourself so it doesn't release. So that's where the erratic behavior comes from. So if you have an erratic eating plan with no structure around it, so some days you starve yourself, some days you overeat, then you have like three cheat days every week, then one night you have a whole tub of ice cream. The erraticness (laughs) is what puts on... Does that sound familiar to you? (laughs) (laughs) That's the danger zone. Yes. I was looking in my... Uh, freezer for some ice cream the other day. I'm like, why oh. did my husband get some ice cream? I was like, thank God he didn't get ice cream because I would eat the whole thing. <laughs> I hear you. So, and okay, so this is the, this is the wrestle battle that I have, and you, I'm I am not sexist in any way. I think women are fantastic, but you have more emotions than <laughs> six year old kids at a at a birthday party with a clown, and then the birthday cake and ice cream cake and the jumping castle. So you have the hardest time because you've also got kids and families and all these things going on and trying to have, you know deal with your marriage and make him happy. And then you've got kids got to take to school yeah. and everything's going on. And sometimes you just get burnt out, right? So you have a hard time. Men are like, I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat chicken and broccoli for the next month. <laughs> and they're okay with that. Yeah. And they're like, I'm sort of, I had a bad day. Well, I'm just going to go lift something heavy then. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole different ball game between men and women for weight loss. Men can deal with some structure and they go, oh, I, I, I know I really want to eat this, but no, nope, I'm going to eat my broccoli and chicken. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I agree to do. That's what I'm going to do. Women are like, oh, I just don't think I can eat that today. It's going to make me sick. I should really have a cupcake instead, but I'll only have a little one. You know right. what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> so I, I, I admire women, and I really am proud of you that you dropped those pounds because that is not easy when you're in COVID, working from home, dealing with family, dealing with stress, jobs, all that stuff. So you did a great job, but you put it back on. So you now have to learn how to meditate, be in control every time Every time that cup of ice cream is in the front of your, your view. You're like, all I can think about is ice cream. You've got to learn how to meditate for five minutes and go, if after meditating, I still want the ice cream, then I'll get the ice cream. But I'm pretty sure if I can meditate for five minutes, focus on my goals and why I'm doing it, the ice cream will actually the ice cream will make me feel sick right now. I don't want the ice cream. Right, right. What about people that are training to um, be in competition? I, I heard uh, one time that um, like this gentleman, he had like his abs were like shredded. And my friend who also competed said they're shredded because he's not eating. So it could look like the muscles are protruding, you know? What I mean? It looks like washboard. <laughs> so the, the, the thing is, call it peak week. Um, and leading up to peak week, they drop 
they, they over a period of 12 weeks, they slowly decline their carbohydrates, right? Mm-hmm. And they do it, it's very structured, very controlled, right? Completely controlled down because they weigh their food. Um, and they get it over time, so the body, again, knows what's going on. And every time they're under calories, their body releases a bit of body fat every day. They do the same every day, a little bit more, a little bit more. And when they get right down to the end before competition, they cut carbs out for, say, two or three, up to five days, depending on the body type which means carbohydrates and water, they're together, right? So as soon as you take carbohydrates away, your water in your, in your skin and in your cells also goes. They need to be together. So not only do you not have carbs, but you're also dehydrated. That's how you get that paper-thin skin and get those ripped abs. Mm. And then just before they go on, 24 hours before they go for, on, on stage, they have massive amount of carbohydrates but no water. So their muscles fill up with petrol. The petrol tanks become popping, so all the muscles are like popping hard, but there's no hydration in the skin. So the skin is like paper thin, mm-hmm. like cellophane to their abs, so it looks like they're absolutely ripped. But this is absolute manipulation at its finest, and it's unrealistic, it's non-sustainable, and in fact, if you were to ask them to spell their name backwards, they wouldn't even know what letter to start with mm. because their brain is so deficient in energy, they're literally in survival mode. In fact, most days their body's releasing just a little bit of adrenaline just to keep them going, which also aids in the fat loss. Mm, I see. So you have, it's just not healthy. It's actually they look amazing. Yeah. But it's actually really one of the most unhealthy sports there 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 is. It's really intense. And don't forget that the, the strain when you're dehydrated, the strain that puts on your kidneys and your liver is and and your heart. So don't forget when you're dehydrated, your blood is thicker. So your heart has, having to pump thicker blood for like weeks on end before you get on stage and you're slowly dehydrating, that's putting massive load on your heart. Wow. Have you ever competed? No. I've actually never had I've never had the desire to compete. Although I have done I have gotten what what we call beach body ready. So that means ready for a photo shoot. Um still got abs out but not like totally veiny and, and lean. Um, but I've done that many times over the years. I spent, I think I spent my twenties in that state. Oh, <laughs> and it's always temporary. Like you might only spend, you might spend three to four weeks getting to that position, but you're, you don't really starve yourself that hard. And you try and try, you try and only dehydrate a little bit just before the shoot, like a couple of days before the shoot. It's never as drastic, and you're never as ripped. I see. I see. So. Also, Cameron, on your website, CameronBurns.com, you have a program for uh, the Kickstart. What, a Kickstart? You oh, need? yeah. Tell me about That's that. It's a really great program. I'll tell you why, because there's, um, there's different levels. You can do body weight at home. You can do basic equipment. You can do gym beginner. You can do um, gym, um, gym fitness where it's circuit-based stuff. Um, plus, there's, there's three different calorie food counts. So it's like 1,200, 1,800, and I think 2,000 calories. So it's a really great place to start if you've never had structure before. You've never followed a food plan with the recipes. It comes with a shopping list. It's basically, it's a, it's a no-brainer. Like if, you, and if you can't stick to that, I, I always suggest try it. If you don't, can't do it. Go back and start at the beginning until you get through those four weeks. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, you'll get some really good weight loss on that program. Now, do you need to have weights? No, not necessarily. Um, in like the gym fitness one, it's just circuit-based. So, in fact, you can literally, um, you can literally improve your fitness and your internal health just by moving every day. It's not complicated. It's really easy to follow program. Just get up and move. 
Do you want me to put you on the Kickstarter, girl? Yes. Just get up and move, right? That's funny. That's it. Get up and move. So, yes. like, we, and we all do this. We all look for an excuse. Like, hey, look, uh, we can't go out today. Hey, the gyms are closed. Well, we can't do work. Well, I managed to do little bits of exercise all day long because if I need to get up from my desk, then I'm going to do some dips on the edge of my lounge. It's just, it's just, it's just a, it's just a way to like uh, incorporate. I guess that's the right word in these in these trying times of COVID and exercise. Mm-hmm. It's incorporate it into your normal daily workouts. It's like you go you go to the laundry to do your washing, and in between, like pulling it from one to the other, you just do your ten squats with your hands on the edge of the washing machine. Do your ten body squats. Perfect. Done. Takes you like 10 seconds. <laughs> you make it sound so easy, Cam. <laughs> it is easy. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I know you women all love to wear your active leisure wear all day long. <laughs> so, like, you use it. Yes, exactly. Oh, my friend, <laughs> my friend, um, she makes uh, all these great workout, like, tights and stuff. And it's like, oh, well, I found ones, like, uh, these leggings that you like yoga pants. I said, oh, I oh. saw some that look like pants, like suit pants. She's like, what? It's <laughs> like, you can That's wear yoga way. pants to work all the time. <laughs> oh, how comfortable would that be? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know why when men don't wear them because they are so damn comfortable. Yeah. Ooh, them and have damn good yoga pants. Right. <laughs> oh. All right. So uh, what other programs do you have that can uh, be altered for different types, body types, and what you're looking for? Look, look at the end of the day, um, I truly believe as long as you get yourself a program, and look, it, they don't have to be mine. It could be anything. Um, the biggest thing you want to look at is that the calorie control uh, is controlled, so your portion control is there each day, and you want the same amount of calories every day. And you want to stick to a structure and you want to work really hard and focus on your nutrition. Your exercises, stop making excuses, just do it. It's like breathing, getting up and going to the bathroom, buying food. It's the same thing. Movement is compulsory, whether you like it or not. If you don't move, your heart condition, you don't improve health, internal health, lungs, everything, circulation, um, hormone production. All happen because we move. So it, that's a no-brainer. I don't want you to have to think about it. I don't want to have any excuses. Where your focus goes is what you put in your mouth and how does it adversely affect what's going on within your body. And if you can, if you can focus on that and appreciate the internal organs and the micronutrients and all the things that it does to keep your body running, half the battle's done because following a food plan is an easy You've just got to understand that the information and the knowledge about what you're putting into your body to know that, cool, I need to make sure I'm nourished on the inside. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm feeling good. I've got plenty of energy and I can move every day. We don't want to be lethargic. We don't want to have foggy brain. We don't want to feel like we need to make up an excuse because we don't feel like it today. We also want our mood to be stable. So if we take out all the things that are toxic or the sugars, we can have a more stable brain function. Yeah, and you you carry this out for a month, or even this becomes your new normal. I can tell you now, your productivity, your mental health, your positivity, everything will improve. And what about muscle gain? Will you lose muscle, or how do you, do you take a protein no, drink? No, not at all. So the biggest thing I and I always advocate is that your your food plan should not exclude anything. So everything that I've ever written, it always includes carbs, fats, and proteins, which makes sure that they're all the building blocks for building muscle, right? Mm-hmm. 
build, being a bodybuilder is a different story. Or if you want to go and lift weights and you want to put on 15 pounds, well, we increase the calorie count. We increase it to 2,000 calories, to 2,500 calories. As long as you're working out, burning the calories on the weight bench, it doesn't matter. Got it. Got it. So... They, they all need, they all want to want you to believe that there's some secret to getting <laughs> building muscle. Right? So it really isn't. It's, it's actually really basic. It's been going on for centuries. You turn up to the gym, you lift something heavy, then you eat enough food for the calories to do the repair and fuel the actual workout. It's kind of that basic. <laughs> like there is no secret. <laughs> oh, I know. And you know, which is really sad. And, and I hope everyone understands this. There's a lot of people out there trying to sell the secret. Mm-hmm. and they're charging good money for something that doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. There is no secret. It's just organization, structure, and con- uh, continuity in your workouts. That's that's the secret. The secret is that you've got to get that willpower. And it comes back, to, again, to your why. Like for you, you, you kind of – people do this all the time. Hey, this is the reason why I want to work out. I want to lose weight or I want to look better. Or I want bigger muscles, right? This is my why. They get four weeks in, they've forgotten their why, they lose their motivation, they start to make a few bad choices, and they're back to where they were a square run. Right. Your why should be in front of your face every day reminding you, why am I doing this? What is this for? Why do I want to feel better? I, and, and sometimes people get to the point where they've reached their why and then go, okay, cool, now I'm just going to maintain. They don't, and they go back to their old ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just find that why. Find the why. It's, it's knowing... Knowing your triggers, knowing mm-hmm. what you should not have in your house come, you know, midnight. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and also in, in a family home, when you're, when you're on a mission, it's, it, it's no question about um, partners wanting the ice cream or the cookies in the cupboard. It's, if you're my teammate, if you're my teammate, you'll get rid of this stuff. You know, there's no, there's no, oh, I don't have to be on a diet. I'm not, so no, well, as far as I'm concerned, partners need to step up and be supportive and be a team player. Exactly. If they want that ice cream, they get it on their own from work and eat it before they bring it to the house. Throw so temptation in front of anyone or make someone have to, like, resist that stuff. I think everyone should be a team player. Right, Cam. I, I totally agree. Um, so with with all of the, all of your programs, do you do intermittent fastings with the, with that? No, I only do that by request. So oh. um, I can't I can't I don't feel comfortable putting an intermittent fasting diet for sale unless I unless I, I know the person and I know their habits and and know their their schedule because everyone's schedule is different, right? So I can't just say stop eating at four when people are still work at work and they can't possibly get their last meal till say six, right? So I'd, I'd rather work with someone one-on-one and just, just um, I guess, curate a better structure for them first. And sometimes you might start off with just doing it once a week, one fasting night a week, just to get used to it and get practice. And then you build up for two. Some people can jump in and just do three days straight away. Mm-hmm. So it, the situation is a little bit different for everyone. You kind of got to dabble in it a little bit so you know what that, that physical feeling is like in the evening when you're not eating and before you go to bed. It's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a journey, if you like to use the word, um, till you get it to work for you. It's not something like, cool, I'm cutting out carbs and you just cut out carbs and then you eat more sugar, because um, you don't realize that's a carb. What inspired you to be this transformational guru? Um, you know what? Um, I think it comes down to uh, I get I get people like I understand them, so I can I can spend. 10, 15 minutes with somebody and I kind of feel like I know them. I feel like I've got their story, their personality type, their body type. I feel like 
I understand them better than they do, and I know exactly what I need to do to get them to where they need to be, right? So mm-hmm. I can formulate an individual plan pretty quickly to get to that transformation without, like, hit this, guess, wait, see if that works, see if that doesn't work. I think it was, that's my kind of, like, lucky skill that I was given. Um, and the other part is that I feel like I can I feel empathy for people, so that motivates me to help them. I've always been an empathetic person. Um, so if I see someone who's in pain or really, like, it's got their wits end and just needs some help or some guidance. And I, I just, I'm, I'm always willing to put my hand out. I don't know why. I always have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy it. And then I, I love to celebrate people's wins. Like that to me is like rewarding. And the best part about what I do is that it's always helping other people. I don't feel like there's a, it's selfish. It's not me. It's like I'm actually given. I'm giving to someone else. So I don't feel. I don't feel like I'm like a, a, a stock trader on, on on the stock exchange, or I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> you know trying trying to swindle someone out of money, or I'm not trying to sell Bitcoin or something like that. I'm actually doing something genuine to improve other people's lives. When you look at someone, can you tell? Or I guess maybe you have to ask them. But what is your process to say? Okay, these foods are right for you. You should stay away from this. Yeah, I can definitely. So there's, there's, you've got people who are, who are like a little bit overweight, and I can guarantee you that their diet is nearly seventy percent carbohydrate based, and it's uh, it's this psychological thing for them that that makes them feel full. It's a heavy food. Unfortunately, they're actually carb sensitive, so when they do eat eat carbohydrates, they're usually overeating energy anyway, and it's storing as fat. Usually the good sign is that once they cut the carbohydrates out or cut them down to very minimal, they do lose weight really quickly. Then you've got fast metabolism type, which really means they'll eat McDonald's and all this fast food and they'll never put any weight on, right? Mm -hmm. So I can identify them as a higher fast metabolism. They're not getting quality food in. They're usually putting cheap fast food in. And I know that if I improve the quality of their macronutrients, their micronutrients, they can actually put on muscle and put on some weight um, a lot quicker and a lot faster if we just improve on that. Um, and then there's the skinny fat where they've got more body fat than, than lean muscle, usually because their lack of lack of um, physical activity. They're not doing any resistance training at all. They're quite weak. They have no um, no um, hand-eye coordination. And what we really need to do with them is get them motivated to move. So they, they, they kind of look like they're skinny and in shape, but really they they actually got very poor musculature. So we know that well, when I see them, I go, cool, I know I just need you to lift things and that's going to make you feel uncomfortable and you're not going to like it, but I'm going to put you through this program and this is, what's gonna, this is what you actually need. So chubby people love to eat carbs. Skinny people like to eat sugar and not very much food at all. And then you've got those people who need to move and they don't want to move. <laughs> it's kind of like they all want the opposite of what they actually need. Right. The, and t- talking about like being thin. So there was this one young lady. Uh, she was really, really thin, but she had a high fat index. Body fat percentage? Yeah. It was yeah, really weird. <laughs> yeah, we call them skinny fats. <laughs> Okay, it's like, oh my gosh, how can her body fat be so high? She she's like thin, really thin. Yeah, well, because she wouldn't, she doesn't work out very much. She doesn't really like it. That's their body type. Um, they're quite weak, so it's never been a forte for them. They, they probably tried sports when they were kids, and they weren't very good at it. Um, but their body, their body fat percentage is there to hold their frame up. Like it's literally there as a structure. That's how their body's protecting themselves, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's it's um it's one of the phenomenons. But they they build and pull. They just don't like it. So any sort of exercise, they resist it, and they prefer to do cardio over heavy lifting things because that the lifting things is just unpleasant for them. And th- is that a myth about you don't have to do a lot of cardio? It's just you know lifting weights or lifting your body? No, that's, that's not true. So lifting, lifting weights is obviously impossible. It's, it's definitely uh, important because we need, we need strength. We need our heart to be strong. We need um, explosive power to push more blood through our muscle and oxygenate and all these different things. Like we need it. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a matter of why. It's a matter of just we need to. The cardio is actually more important because it keeps our body fat in check. It keeps um, our heart at a certain heart rate for a long period of time to keep our heart fitness up. It also enlarges our, our lungs to make sure that they're fit and healthy. And this is another part of COVID and why um, why there's all these uproar, why the gyms aren't open, that healthy, fit people fight COVID faster. And they do it because their lungs are bigger and stronger because they're doing cardiovascular exercise. And it means the virus gets defended off quicker, faster, and prevent the, um, the um, pneumonia from, from establishing itself. So that's why, that's why the gyms are up in the walls now and saying, cool, you still need to do exercise. Like This is still a compulsory part of beating COVID. So my, my belief is, is that cardiovascular exercise, cardio, is super important for every single person. And if it comes to weight loss, it's important because it's burning calories. If it's for weight gain, you want big, better circulation, bigger lungs, bigger heart to pump more blood if you want to lift weight to build muscle. So either way, cardiovascular training is super important, period. Whether it's a, a power walk, a light jog, on the treadmill, spin bike, any of those things, swimming, those things are all extremely important to healthy longevity and internal health. My friend, he is an older gentleman. He was saying that he like does, uh, rides his bike for like 10 minutes and um, throughout the day. And he said that it has really done wonders for him and just that short yeah. amount of time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, honestly. And, and I say that's the bare minimum that you should be doing. Like 10 minutes is the bare minimum. And at the most? Uh, look, at the most, look, there's not most. I'd say, look, an hour to an hour and a half of exercise is generally enough a day, but it, that shouldn't be cardio. Like, I'm saying, you know, 30 to 40 minutes cardio max is kind of ideal. Like, that That for me is like an ideal range where you should be. Think, think, think about going for a hike, going for a hike for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. And it's fun and it's not repetitive. You're getting <laughs> fresh air. Hold yeah. on a second. You're also getting the UV light, right? So that's important for mood. So there's a lot of benefits to going to doing a hike as opposed to sitting in the gym on a treadmill for half an hour. Right. So tell tell us about your workout, Cam. Well, you know, um, mine's really basic. I, I actually, at the start of, uh, in, back in March, end of March, I bought a spin bike. So that's my cardio. So I can jump on that. I can jump on that anywhere from, actually, you know what? I'll put something silly on Netflix, like one episode or something, and I'll just kind of spin bike for the whole of that. So that makes it easier for me to do that. I can do that in the evening. Um, other than that, I've got two sets of dumbbells and a flat bench. And do you know those the bands with the handles on them, the, mm-hmm. tape, the, the rubber band? Yes. So I have, I have one of the set of those at, at one of the top of the doors. Um, so I, I do like bicycles and rows with the cables. Mm-hmm. I do shoulder press with the smaller 20-pound dumbbells. And I do bench press and a whole bunch of like seated curls and tricep just with the bench and the 30-pound 30, 30 dumbbells. So I literally, I can literally make up about 10 different circuits 
So I'll write them. I've got a whiteboard. I put it up on the wall. I write out the day's workouts, usually two different circuits, um, and I usually do different ones every day. Some of them include the body weight dips, body weight squats and push-ups, some dumbbell curls. I, I make sure that being at home, I need to create something different. Otherwise, so easy to get bored. Right, right. About variety, right? And then yeah, and and I don't I don't do the whole workout. I might do one round, like one circuit. That's it. And then I'll go and do something else, or I'll sit down and work for like half an hour. Then I'll come back and I'll do another circuit. So I kind of breaks up my entire day, and it sort of makes the day go past faster and makes me sort of like I guess um, move throughout the day, mm-hmm. like consecutively. So I'm burning kind of calories all day long. So when you do that, like, is it different from someone uh, with type 2 diabetes or some sort of ailment? No, these exercises can be done by everyone. And it's that simple. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the home workout stuff I'm I'm doing is just so easily done by anyone. And I often often have people who come over and go, hey, can can I come and do a workout with you today? I'm like, sure. Like, let's... Yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't have a dining table, so I've got this space where I just set it up with all the stuff next to each other, and mm-hmm. it's really cool little space, and it's fun, and it's and, and you know, it's like for all you mums out there, just bring your bring your girlfriend up and just in the living room. Yeah, yeah, uh, and there's a lot of stuff online, like you can shoot to your screen and keep it fun and keep it engaging, <laughs> so right? Much, there's so much. There's so much stuff. Yeah, I, I must agree. It's kind of fun if people don't know where to look. <laughs> Or they it's choose true. not to look, right? Yeah, it's a choice. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And this, this look. Um, like for example, I uh, one of one of the gyms that I trained before was Equinox, but I'm getting this um this vacation all the time. And they've set up this studio in New York, and they're doing a daily a daily workout class. So there's like five of them, and they all do it, and you just follow it. It's oh. incredible. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I think now you know with COVID. People are thinking of new ways to engage athletes and fans and people that want to, you know, get in shape and look like you, Cam. Well, I, I think it's true, but I think America misses hugely, and they create these apps and these things. And Apple launching their new fitness, um, their new fitness department. Um, I have a problem where, and I've been a, I've been a trainer for 20 years, and I've been an online coach. I've done online programs. I've done everything, and I find the best results I've ever gotten are when I'm coaching someone, even online, and it becomes a point of accountability. Um, I find that people are willing to stick to a program from start to finish if I'm there and they're doing it for me. Mm. So it's, they've invested in me, they've invested in my time, and I'm there to make get it to the end. Um, I'm just concerned with things like Apple that it's another it's an it's an online program like you follow the workouts you follow the group classes but but there's no one making sure you turn up there's no one saying well if you've had a bad day just keep going let's let's just do the workout let's just get through that and then we'll talk about it after there's none of that right mm-hmm. and us as humans we need we need contact we need we need to have someone who cares about us and how we go, right? And do we finish it? And we want someone who goes, no, you can do it. I know you can. I believe in you. I know you've had a great run so far. Don't throw all this away. Keep moving forward. You've got this. Yeah. We need that. We, we, we're, as an individual, we can only do so much on our own, right? Right. So I'm just, I'm just concerned that with all of this, these apps and all these programs and all these online group stuff, 
where does that personal connection happen before people fall off? Mm-hmm. So is it is it like people are good for about three or four weeks, or is it six weeks? Everyone's a little different. But where do, where where's that, where's that connection that makes it become a lifestyle from forever? Right, right. And I think that's that's going to be something that we're going to have to deal with because we do need that connection. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm helping I'm helping trainers become online coaches and teaching them how to keep people accountable. Teach, how to because they can't go back to the gym, right? So the gym life is completely different. So I want to help trainers be able to reach out to people, help them, motivate them, give them the tools they need, but also keep them accountable, but also care. Right. When 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 someone cares, like like I'm gonna ask you to check in with me week now about with your weigh in on a Monday morning. So you wake up in the morning, you go to the bathroom, you check on your scales, take a photo and send it to me. Ah! And that accountability <laughs> that accountability is going to keep you on track for the next six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you have to send it. And if I don't get it on Monday, I'm going to be like, um, <laughs> where's my text message, girl? Oh, my gosh. Well, right? <laughs> hey, now you're like, cool, actually, now I'm accountable. I actually have to do this, right? Right, right. So when, and again, I'm just using Apple as an experience, as an example, where's that person? How does that make you stay accountable for six weeks? So I just, I, I'm trying to make, we've got a workforce out there of coaches who care about our people and make sure they've got the support to get to the end. Right, right. And that's that's what you need. Find your support, you know, your support yeah, network. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We all want a little support in everything we do. I mean, even in our careers, we all turn to somebody. We all have somebody. It doesn't matter what position you're at. We all turn to someone for advice or we bounce stuff off. Mm-hmm. support that's helping us get to our end game so why not have that now help life exactly yeah so cam again tell us some of the things that we should look look for when we are doing intermittent fasting or so, any type of fasting what your do's um, and don'ts look the, the first thing is first is making sure that you have a, a balance we don't want to cut food there so if you're fasting you don't need to cut out carbs that, that's the number one rule. You, you make sure you have good protein, fats, and carbs in your diet because you need all those macros for your body to function. We can't function without one of them. Um, different parts of the world can. We can't. We're, we're, like, we've lived with all of those food groups in our life from since the day we grew up. But, so that's the first one. The second one is, is that you, you need to practice it. You don't have to get angry if you didn't do it well the first time or the second time or the third time. If you broke and you had a banana or you broke and you had a, a smoothie or you broke and you had just chicken breast, no one's going to get angry at you. You're not, you don't have to be disappointed in yourself. You, no one is perfect first go, second or third go. Just remember that. Um, the, third time, the third thing you need to remember is that um, you cannot starve yourself during the day as well as fasting at night. You still need to get all the calories coming in that day. You just are processing food differently. So I'm happy for your body to be processing food all day long. I don't care like, if it's 2,000 calories, whatever. But when it gets that at the lock-off time, you're not putting anything in your body to digest because you want to go to sleep with an empty gut. That's the plan. Go to sleep with an empty gut. Okay. The fourth point, and this is the other most important point, is the food that you're eating in this process needs to be quality. So we're talking about quality carbohydrates. That's like your brown rice, your even normal white rice, or all the things that have the good structure of carbohydrates, not sugars and all those fast, simple carbs. Um, proteins need to be like, you know, as, as good a quality protein as you can get. 
Um, and same with like, but anything that's organic, if you can afford it, of course, um, is all better quality macronutrients. So the better the quality that goes in, the better the functionality is on the inside. Um, if you, you can't go and put McDonald's in because that has zero micronutrients and the macros are going to throw you off with all the high saturated fats and things. So you've just got to remember that when you're, when you are fasting, when you are eating, it has to be good, nutritious food. Got it. Well, thank you so much, Cam. Uh, this has been truly transformational for me. <laughs> I can do it. Well, Everyone that's listening can do it. It's easy. There's no secret. True. Remember, don't buy juices. Buy blenders. <laughs> I'm actually going to go out and get a blender on my way home. So <laughs> I have this fire engine KitchenAid blasting machine, and I love it. It's front and center on my bench. And I love the bloody thing. Oh, wow. where'd you get it? KitchenAid. I got it from uh, Bed Bath Beyond. Oh, okay. Great. I'll, I'll probably go drive. Well, be powerful. That thing can crush concrete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need that because my, my husband tends to blow out blenders. He blew out two oh, blenders this past yeah. month. <laughs> I'm like, no! No, so, no well, definitely, definitely, definitely go to the KitchenAid. I, I actually had an even bigger one back in Australia. So they, I can tell you now, they are the, they're the bee's knees. He, can't, he won't be able to wreck this one. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. Um, and Cam, where can we find out more information about you, your nutrition pack? No, just not just your my website, um, website CameronBurnsBYNES.com. Um, and the thing is, if you want anything more specialized or personalized or you want to, you want to actually give passing a go, just honestly reach out. I'll give you some information. If you want to work with me, I'm more than happy to put a program together for you. Um, but the main thing is, is that like, I'm happy to give you some information. So just feel happy to reach out. Oh, that's really sweet. Thank you, Cameron. Cam no Burns. Worries. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. This is Laverne Cusack here for 710 ESPN. You've been listening to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, getting the residents of Los Angeles, Orange County, and all of Southern California closer to their community. It's The Experience with Laferne Cusack on ESPN LA 710.